You are listening to Cafecito con Magali and Glenda podcast, a place for empowerment, fitness, beauty, music, Latino culture, and so much more. Welcome back. Hey, girl. Hey, happy 2021. <laughs> yes. This is our debut of season two. Numero dos for our bilingual friends. <laughs> yes. And when was our anniversary that you sent me that message or that video? We recorded our first episode. Text. I think it was two days ago. So like the 14th, January 14th. And I yeah. think- when you send me that video and I saw you like in the kitchen and just like that energy, like I felt those same feelings that I had when we first recorded. It was just like. I don't know, like curious, like I was so curious and excited and, and now we're experts. <laughs> season two. I know. I can't believe when you push the button to upload, I was like, OMG, this is real. It's up. It's there. <laughs> I remember like not being able to sleep because it was uploaded at night. And um, for anybody that is thinking of starting a podcast in the future, your first episode has to get approved by uh, Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts. So it could be like 24 hours or longer. Um, but our episode got approved sooner than that. And it was live. So when I saw that, I went live and I'm like, oh, I didn't expect it. And it was like late at night. And I remember like messaging because you had left late from here and then you were already home. And then I was still like texting you and you're like, go to sleep. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're alive. It was cool. I know. And then um, I keep getting these like flashbacks from Snapchat. And you and I did so much in January every year. We were all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then we, one of them, we were in Vegas, like early January. What were we doing in Vegas in early January? But mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, I miss the club. Like I miss people. I miss hanging out with friends, you know, like just doing stuff I was like oh those were the days and I didn't appreciate them I've been missing is hugs I've really been and I've been telling that and I think that's what my brother is like oh okay let's hang out I really feel like I need hugs and so I hug my dogs and I was hugging my dogs in front of my brother and his girlfriend Mm -hmm. I was like but they don't hug back (laughs) (laughs) their little paws but I don't know hugs I miss those and I'm not even a a person that likes to be touched you know like I'm not an affectionate person Mm -hmm. but I think it's just been such an emotional roller coaster that or it's just been it's been very different our entire lives have changed so um, the adjustment is going to affect your mood and your feelings so oh yeah and it's 2021 yes tell us how you're different what happened in December girl (laughs) Okay, we're going to go there. Okay. Well, the last time that we uh, spoke to you guys was early December. And um, we took the rest of December off because the holidays and, you know, we had things to do. So um, as you guys remember, I got engaged in October and then we eloped in December. So I knew that was happening. And so I was like, I'm just going to be so busy. And we had a honeymoon planned for the first week of January, but we canceled that. 
um, we just didn't feel safe to travel. And I was just like, no, we were going to go to Playa del Carmen. We already booked a photographer to take pictures out there, but we eloped here. We had a Zoom wedding um, and that was it. Like we just, we did it. Like we. But it was so cool. They loved it. I was like, you know, so we were not going to invite anybody. So originally we were not going to buy invite anybody. Yeah. We didn't expect that. And so how it worked, like we registered through Santa Barbara County um, because LA County had no appointments. I guess a lot of people are eloping. <laughs> um, and they told us like, it's going to be through zoom. Um, so obviously like they're going to see us, we're going to see them. So we decided to build like a background on us because we knew like the camera was going to be open. So uh, we did a whole backdrop with like the greenery and stuff. And that was another thing. People were like, are you at a chapel? And I'm like, no, we're at home. <laughs> so we were at home, the clerk's office, obviously in Santa Barbara. And then everybody else was at home. And I'm glad we did it that way because we did think of like different ways to do it. Um, initially, I was like, we should do it at the observatory. You can get married there. But I was like, if it's an elopement, like we'll do it quick and we won't. It'll just be like, you know, Freddie and I, and then the person that's marrying us. That's like what I kept envisioning. I was like, I want to do it that way. Um, But of course, I think I kept thinking like, you know, we're not going to, no one else is going to see us. Like our family is not going to see us. Um, So then we didn't do that. And then I was like, oh, we should do it on a cliff (laughs) in the mountains. Like we can hike into it and then we can elope there. So there was just like a lot of ideas circulating, but I'm glad we did it that way. And then after we eloped, um, we went to go take pictures. So we took our own pictures. And they were so good. Thank you. They're, I, up on- they're on your Instagram yeah. and I posted one and I get so nervous reposting because I'm not that great at <laughs> Um, For those of you, my sister runs my dog's Instagram and her, all pictures have to go through her. And sometimes I post stuff and she deletes it. Shut <laughs> up. Or she'll just text me, why'd you post that? Why is it so dark? And I'm Aww. like, <laughs> I was so nervous, but I did it, guys. I did it. <laughs> yeah, that was really cute. Thank you for doing that. I was like, oh, that's so cute. And I thought that too. I'm like, Lyndon, is that a repost? But um, yeah, so we took our own pictures and we have a tripod. And uh, we just set it up and we did it ourselves. So the elopement and the pictures, like it was just basically him and I, um, we didn't get a chance to, you know, see our family afterwards. Um, But it's okay. Like, I feel like we did the best that we could. And ultimately it was like what we wanted to do. And we were just happy to, you know, be married and have our family and our friends there. Last Monday was my one month of being married. I know. Our one month. Yeah, it was really funny. We were like high-fiving each other. We're like, we've been married for a month. <laughs> but it's really funny. Like, um, we forget that we're married. And sometimes like we just like say that to each other. We're like, we're married. Oh my gosh. You're my husband. You're my wife. Like we just joke. It's like really funny. But uh we I know. Freddie called me. <laughs> He was like, hola, soy el esposo de Magali. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hello. And I didn't know since he had a new number, like I still didn't understand. It took me a second to process and I answered through my Apple watch. So I was like, 
huh? <laughs> and that was it. That was my December. How was your Christmas and your Christmas New Year's? So good. I got so many presents. My family, um, they were rushing me. They're so rude. So I got more presents than all of them. And usually everybody takes their turn and opens presents and everybody goes, yay, you know, mm-hmm. but I had so many presents and I was so blessed. They were like, hurry up, hurry up. So then the next day I was like, who gave me what? <laughs> and I kept asking, like, I kept texting everybody like, thank you. Did you give me this sweater? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you cook for Christmas? I know usually. Oh, yes, I cooked. Uh, what did we cook? We made tomahawk steaks, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, asparagus, edamame, um, kale, bacon kale, and um, and then salad. Um, oh, and then I made my famous cookies, my oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. So everybody was really excited about that. Uh, my sister's so funny. My cousin came in like around almost midnight. And I was making the cookies and my sister's like, there isn't enough cookies for you. Oh, <laughs> <was like>, <laughs> but like, seriously, my cookies are that good that you don't want to share. So why didn't did you just make a lot? I don't know. It was just funny. I don't think she knew how many I had. She just didn't want to share. I did. We had enough for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but she was just like, oh, no, more people, less cookies for me. <laughs> So, no, I got down in the kitchen with my bad self, you know. I know how to go. Yeah, New Year's was so funny. It was just going to be my mom and I. And then my niece, Aaliyah, was like, hey, can I come over? And I was like, sure, you know. Mm-hmm. So we did the countdown, and I think she thought we were going to stay up. I totally fell asleep on her. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoopsie. She was probably texting like, oh, my God, this 30-year-old is super boring. <laughs> I fell asleep, too. At midnight, Freddie woke me up, and then I went back to sleep. But it was so hard for me to stay up. I think Christmas was very turn up for us. Um, we got, like, carnitas and tamales from, I think there's a Vallarta, like, nearby in um, North Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So we got that excited to eat carnitas and tamales. And then we watched Ariana Grande and we connected it to the speaker, her whole documentary. And we played it so loud and it was so beautiful that I was crying. I told you that. Yeah, I was crying because it was so beautiful. Oh and then after that, we were playing um, Kanye like super loud, too. And I was like, we I, so I felt like Christmas for us was like a turn up level of New Year's and New Year's was like super turned down I was just like so tired like we dressed up and we decorated um but we, we I could not stay up uh yeah and then boom the new year was here wait to celebrate like again with people I I guess honestly I took it for granted are you gonna actually like go out and do things I know you like to stay at home I don't know. I'm just saying that now, you know, (laughs) maybe because I can't, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but then I do miss it. Like I do miss like doing stuff. I think you will. It literally feels like a lot has happened and it's hasn't even been a full month, but it's just been so intense. And I think like everybody can agree, like 2020 was pretty shitty. Um, (laughs) 
And I say that I, I feel like a lot of good things happened to me in this last year in 2020. But I feel like overall as a collective, like it was really shitty. I have like a lot of hope for this year. And I mean, so far it doesn't look promising, but I will remain optimistic about it. So that's just my personality. That's what I was talking to you about. We were talking about, oh, what are we hoping for for 2021? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not really expecting much, but I'm hoping for the best. You Mm -hmm. know, I hope that things work out for me, you know, or I hope that everybody gets better. It's been a little bit of a struggle. And I know I had to go back and reflect on myself, because I honestly felt like I was becoming like an angry person, like an ugly person inside. So I wanted to I took that time off when we weren't recording to work on myself to be that like, nice person, you know, beautiful inside and out. Yeah. And sometimes I think you need to stop think and realize and take accountability that you're the problem nobody else is yeah it's uh doing because 2020 really took a toll on a sister (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's not getting better um every it's awful but I think every day at my office I get a phone call that a client passed away so that's also like I think taking a toll on us at work. I didn't think it was until I say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like my voice starts breaking. So yeah, it's tough, but I hope, I hope things get better. I know. For everyone. I really am hopeful of the vaccine. I know there's a lot of different opinion about it, but I mean, obviously that's not going to fix our problem overnight, but I feel like it's a start for me. This is my opinion, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so I made a vision board this year and I did it on the other side of last year's vision board to save cardboard, you know, because okay. we're all about the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed like how different it is. Like last year, it was just like so full of things. I think before the pandemic, it was all about like, where am I going to dinner? where am I going to brunch? Like, where are we going this weekend? It was more of like, um, I feel like I was more focused on things and places. And this year changed that. And so my board is really about like healing and my spiritual journey and growth. So my board is more clean. It Mm -hmm. has less things on it, but I feel like I have a bigger focus because it's less things like I could focus more on having, you know, like five things opposed to having a board with 20 things mm-hmm. and changing that from like on the go and having a full calendar. Remember when we talked about <laughs> my calendar is so full and it's so busy and I have so many things to do and it's <laughs> not like that anymore. And I'm grateful like to even be able to realize that and, kind of like you said, like you kind of step back and you kind of like see yourself for what you are. And I see that in myself too, where I'm like, well, I want to do more things that are healing for myself, for my soul, like things that are going to make me feel happy inside. Mm -hmm. And nothing that is external is going to determine whether I feel good and happy because I feel like 
my journey of being happy or like my wellness journey, I feel like it's always ongoing and it has been since I could remember. I remember going to Barnes and Noble and standing in the self-help area and just like literally like reading books without buying them. (laughs) I would just like stand there and like start looking through books and like read them. And um, one of the first self-help books that I picked up was a Gabrielle Bernstein book. And she is a writer, motivational speaker. Um, She's a mom now from New York and her story is insane. She was in PR and she was just like popular and busy and successful and she became an addict like she was addicted to like cocaine and I don't know what else but pretty much like now she's just like a spiritual teacher and her her story is so intense and her books are so good I haven't really followed up with her now but she was kind of like the start of it And obviously like my story is not close to her at all, but I feel like I was always looking for something like, I don't know what it, like I was always, always looking for something. So I feel like right now, because 2020 was so harsh on my spirit, I feel like I need to repair and I need to heal. Healing together. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly how I feel. Um, we need to focus on ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's not selfish. I know a lot of people like to think, well, if you work on yourself, you're selfish, but no, the only way that you can be there for anybody else if, is if you're there for yourself first. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's always a journey. It's always going to be a journey. It's life. And sometimes things are always going to, we're always going to have bumps in the road, but I think it's how we react to mm-hmm. those things is what defines who we are and defines like, you know, our journey or wherever we're trying to be, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I just, I, I just take a step back and I'm like, okay, I can't get mad. I can't get mad. I can't let this, you know, shift my energy, but I really have to talk to myself out loud, like chill. Yeah. Oh, so you talk to yourself out loud. I got caught talking to myself at Target by somebody. <laughs> what? Because, because I was just trying to decide whether I should buy like this oat milk or not. I didn't realize there was somebody next to me. And I was like, should I buy this oat milk? Or should I not buy this? Do I really need it? And then I started he's staring at me. <laughs> that's hilarious. And you're like, oh, you're like, I'm uh, singing. Yeah, that's really funny. I didn't even pretend I had AirPods because I didn't have them on. yeah and you know what I feel like we've been on the same wave because I am like hey listen to Londrell and then we're both like super in love with this artist named Londrell and his music is about meditating it's about just everything we just talked about and like you've been drinking tea so then I'm like I'm gonna start drinking tea too and it just feels so nice it almost feels like a treat but like I'm taking care of myself like I'm having tea you know like it's so it just feels so good um like a ritual so I went it kind of depends when I decide to drink the tea because there's so much going on in the mornings Mm -hmm. but I do make sure I drink my tea I I make a a tea 
I make some tea. I go outside and I absorb that sunshine with my tea. And it just mm-hmm. changes my day, you know, my mood, my focus. I pray um, outside with my tea and the sun shining on me. Fortunately, we live in Southern California where we have that luxury that it's always sunny here, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's good. I love it. You know what? Like you saying that, like letting the sun shine on you, like how many times have I been outside and not even noticed like flowers, the birds, the wind, the sunshine. And now it's like, if you actually stop and notice those things or just like sit outside and be still, be quiet or pray or whatever it is that you do outside and look around and then just absorb it. It's so beautiful. And it's almost like a recharge, you know, like you charge your cell phone. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how we can charge ourselves. Like that's how I charge myself. Like if I go for a walk, if I go out in nature, if I go to the park, if I'm in picnic, like whatever it is, it something about like being outside or absorbing that sunshine, it's energy. Yeah. So really you say that um, in Landrell's book, which is, I mean, we were going to tell you guys about the things that we've really been into. Let's so <laughs> get into that. Yes. Magali bought me this awesome book by the artist Landrell. I didn't know he had a book for Christmas and I was so excited and everybody burst in my bubble because I was like, oh my gosh. And everybody's like, next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, in that book, he explains, I'm almost done reading it, but he wow. explains that um, just like how you get ready to go to work, how you get ready, you get your kids ready. Just like that, you need to get your soul ready for the day, you know, so that's kind of where it started where I'm going to drink my tea, I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to take a few minutes to focus spiritually and get that ready for the day. And I don't think we I I don't know, I just I don't know how that didn't make sense. Like I've been living on this earth for 33 years. And how did that not click? You have to get ready. But you know what, because it's not our culture, it's not taught to us. It's not like, what was taught to us before the pandemic was like, go, go, go fast, fast, fast. Uh, Like, it was always like, that was the culture. And now it's like, you know, read or drink tea, pray, meditate. And it's like the things that are good for us. And I, and it's, we know what we know, or, you know, like, whatever is our repeated behaviors. And it's really sad that we didn't do it before. Like now I have been like in the morning, I either go for a run or I journal or I stretch. I read, I do all these things. Huh? I said, I'm so proud of you for that. Cause that's yeah. me journaling and then running. So you're getting like your mind ready. You're getting your health ready. Yeah. Your body ready by good job like I literally like wake myself up in like different ways where I'm like by the time we start working and I start at nine so it's not even that late but I've already like gone for a run I've already journaled I've already like read a little bit I I do all these things in the morning so when I do start working I feel good like I already did things for me and now I'm working and it's really nice to do that And it has, it's a game changer. Like it has changed my, like my feelings and my attitude. Like I just feel good. And I'm like, I'm ready. Like I'm so ready for the day. 
and it's just nice and I have been enjoying that so I it doesn't even feel like a chore I feel like working out was a struggle for me mm-hmm. but um it just came back like it came back and I had the energy and what actually one of the days that I this past week I started doing like a workout in the living room and then I was like no nah, I'm gonna go outside so I changed really quick and I went for a run outside and it feels good like it's cold and crisp I don't know it just feels so good I'm not there yet <laughs> with the whole running thing but I will one of these days <laughs> yeah I feel like I have a love hate uh relationship with running um but I feel like whenever like now that I'm running I run and I'll listen to a podcast mm-hmm. um I love listening to music but I feel like I can focus on the podcast while I'm running and it's distracting of my run because I'm not like focused on all the feelings of like, Oh, my ankle or my, this, my knee, I'm just like listening to the podcast. So it's distracting me from running and I'm running without even thinking that I'm running. I'm literally like, feel like I'm floating or whatever. But of running, I just, I just can't, physically get my lazy ass to do Mm -hmm. it (laughs) (laughs) but I love it it's like my favorite thing I'm just not prepared for it yeah and I've been reading so much um I'm actually reading um a diosa book that Jackie gave me and then I'm reading uh, the book that we're starting this month Jackie picked off the book club um, so we started a book. I already actually I already started, I think like I'm a few chapters in and, um, yeah, it feels good. So, um, I kind of just like set time, even the evening I'll be like, okay, instead of watching TV, then we'll be like, let's read for an hour. So then both Freddie and I will read separately, mm-hmm. of course, but it's nice. I'm like, yeah, I like this. Um, you're so mature, no. so grown, mm-hmm. but honestly, I feel like things are more in order because before I was like driving, I was like literally packing my overnight bag to go to Freddy's and I pretty much lived in two places. And I think that was so disruptive and hectic where Mm -hmm. now I have a routine and all my stuff is here. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was so disruptive for me or like not knowing if I'm going to be here or even if I try to schedule it, because you know, I'm a scheduler. And then whatever, like after I got off of work, maybe I didn't, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go home or I'm going to go to Freddy's. Like, you know, sometimes I let whatever that day happen, like determine what I'm going to do. So then it kind of threw off my schedule. And then I didn't, I couldn't be carrying like my books back and forth. And it was just like really hectic. So I feel like now too, I'm in one place so I can have a routine. I can stick to it. So I think that's been really helpful too. What else have you been into lately? Um, I don't know just reading music um oh I started watching on the weekend Lupin on Netflix Lupin I'm not saying it right it's actually a French show with subtitles but it is so good but don't so talk everything just okay. give a brief because okay. <laughs> but I know you've been working on that Yes, yes, yes. Did you, okay, when I told you about it, did you notice that I held back? Yeah, Yeah. and you held back the other day when you recommended that show. I think it was Life After Death. I mean, you did tell me a little bit of things. (laughs) Yeah, I was like telling myself, don't tell her too much or then she's not going to watch it. 
I'm not, so I did started, I did start, um, but I only, I think I fell asleep. I'm, I've just been tired. Yeah. Me too. I've been getting up naturally. My body gets up at six. I sound so obnoxious. I'm like, I get up naturally at six. No, I've been getting up because I go to sleep early, but um, doing getting up so early. It's just like, I'm so tired by like 10 o'clock. Um, but that's the only way to do it because when my clock is switched the other way where I'm staying up really late, I struggle to get up in the morning. And I'm a, I, I'm a morning person. I really am. Yeah. But if I ever have to stay up late to do things, it's hard for me to get up in the morning. Like I need my rest. I know some people can sleep like four hours. Like I got to sleep by eight. That's, yeah. <laughs> it depends. I mean, I Mm-mm. struggle to sleep lately. I haven't, I've just been tired, but yeah. And then I kind of know that I'm going to get up at four in the morning. I know that my dogs are going to cry at seven. And then I just kind of try my best to go back to sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> and take a second nap. Um, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. You don't. <laughs> But talk to us about Lupine. Okay, so Lupine is on Netflix and it's retelling a classic French story. So if you don't mind reading subtitles, go for it. It's really good. It's worth it. And it's about Arsene Lupine, a book based on a world famous gentleman thief and master of disguise. So the character in the show is conning people based on a book that he loves and read as a kid. So it's really good. I want to give too much info, but you have to watch it. We finished the whole season. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. We finished this whole season. And after each episode, I was like, oh my gosh, like how could this get any better? Like it gets better and better. Oh, so good. Please watch it. Please watch it. Do yourself a favor. You deserve it. (laughs) great let's see what are you loving right now but so I know you told us that you love the Londrell book but is there anything else that you want to share with the people I'm in love with loving everything does that make sense (laughs) I've been texting you like I love this I love that I just love like I just love I'm appreciating everything and so I just love using the word love or like I love Mm -hmm. that my dogs love each other right now which is like completely crazy because they didn't like each other and now my dogs can tolerate each other and they sleep next to each other so I love that I love that we're back I love everything, you know, I'm just like, I'm feeling better. Like, I don't think, um, you know, I, I've always been the type of person that just smiles through pain and inside, I just didn't feel right. So I really took this time to be better. You know, I want to be better. So I'm just in a different space and I'm in a, a loving space. So all I keep saying is love. Like, <laughs> that's so good. That's so cute. Yeah, I've been into that lately and I I think I've texted you a lot like I love that or oh that's like my favorite (laughs) I just I love everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel I feel love like I mean I I miss love like I miss the attention like of hugging like I want to hug my mom I want to hug my brother like I miss that Mm -hmm. but I just yeah I love 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 (laughs) so um, I have a new office space. You guys can't see it, but I have 
a new background for Glenda to see. Yes, it looks like the YouTuber's back. <laughs> That's what it looks like. So it's all white because, you know, she loves white. <laughs> and she has picture frames and it's like classic. Most of these pictures, actually, all of the pictures that are of myself, except for one, there's a picture with Freddie. Um, but I feel like it's my shrine. Like it's the shrine of all the things that I've accomplished or things that I'm very passionate about. So this picture right here is, you guys can't see, but it's a picture of the first run that I did. And it wasn't even a half marathon and it wasn't the full marathon, but it was a 5k. So I was not a runner in the past and I started running as an adult and I couldn't even run a block. So doing that 5k was such a big deal to me. And that picture is me right before the finish line. And it's like full, like crazy expression on my face. And I love it because it reminds me where I started. So I keep it. Um, This over here, then underneath it, um, it's a picture of me in Joshua Tree. You can't see it, but it's just like, I have, I'm just like looking at the camera and then the scenery behind me. And I love, love, love like nature or anything. Like I love it. So I feel like that is like, where I'm the happiest. And then these back here are, are this one, this one, this one. These are all like a, a marches or protests. Background so they can see what you're talking about. And yes. I- yes, I'll take a picture. So the, there's three pictures of me at like women's marches or a protest because I am an activist and I believe like I will stand up for what I believe in. And like, I don't care if you want to fight me on it, if you want to argue with me, like I stand up for what I believe in. So I feel like being out there and like marching and one of the women's march, I think it was this one, I went by myself. <laughs> um, you were working and like nobody else wanted to go with me. So I went to a women's, women's march by myself. And then this one on this side is when I went on a uh, work trip to Philadelphia and there was this really cool, like big chalkboard it was like wood but painted as like in chalk Mm -hmm. and it says uh how will you change the world and so um I have a picture and I'm like walking through it it's really cool I'm like walking and my legs are open kind of like if I was like the Beatles like walking on the (laughs) um and then I'm looking at the camera it's like really great picture yeah Mm-hmm. And then this one is a picture of a brown girl and a black girl, and they're holding hands, and it says, um, "Tu lucha es mi lucha, your struggle is my struggle." Mm-hmm. Maritza gave me this, and I love it. And then this one up here says, "You are radiant." This is really beautiful. Maritza gave me this too. It's Aww. like a postcard, and I framed it. It's so beautiful. I just think like. This is like my shrine. And then I have my vision board on this side. That picture, the one that you just showed me, kind of mm-hmm. looks like the Dia de los Muertos, like ofrenda. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it looks really nice. It says like, it says yes. And it says you. And it says you are radiant. It's so beautiful. And I think we love, like you said, like it's good to like love so much stuff. Like if I asked you, like, what do you love, Glenda? Like, how long will it take before you name yourself? And I think, like, sometimes we are humble or we're like, oh, you know. 
but I feel like we should be on top of that list. Like myself, yeah. Yeah, yourself. Like you love yourself. And like this is my shrine. Like I love myself. And I feel like I have to like like really worship myself. Oh my gosh. I read something like that this week. See how we are right here? We are. This week. Yeah. It's like, how do you love yourself? They don't teach us that. They don't teach us to love ourselves. And it kind of sounds weird. Like, why, why would you love yourself? And how do you even start loving yourself is the question, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of starts with figuring out who you are. And a lot of times when they say, who is Magali? Who is Glenda? You start telling people, um, I'm Latina. I am strong. But that's just kind of, that's not who you are. That's just yeah. what you have. Like, that's like your skin color. That's not, doesn't make you who you are. You know, that's not your identity. So you really yeah. have to step back and really figure out who am I? And yeah, and you have to love yourself first or love yourself or learn how to love yourself. And I don't think a lot of us do that. I'm not here like saying a pro, like I'm a pro at loving myself, mm-hmm. but it's like something that I'm working on. And I just read something like that. I love that. Damn, and and <laughs> I love, I love, I love that. And also, also like a lot of the times when I'm stretching, I'll say like, I claim this space, like I'm here. I claim this space. Um, because a lot of the times if I'm in a new space and I don't know people, I feel like I'll look down on the floor. I just keep to myself. Like I don't speak up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since I was a little girl, you know, my parents would be like, you know, don't, um, don't do it as una niña, no sabes, or like, don't talk. And it was pretty much like we were told not to speak or not to give an opinion because we're kids. So I feel like now as an adult, some I kind of look back and I'm like, why don't I, why don't I own this space? Or even if I'm going to say things that are going to upset people, like I still want to say it. I still want to believe in what I believe. And it sounds weird to say that because I'm a, a grown woman, but I feel like it has been a struggle to be myself, like truly myself, because I feel like in different settings, in a professional setting, a personal setting, like it's, it has to be different, obviously, because a professional setting and a personal setting but I feel like I also still want to be myself where I'm not being like fake or trying to be somebody else because I'm afraid that somebody's going to judge me yeah so they, you're right I think they took that away from us not saying your parents but just like like the, the Latino culture took away from us being critical thinkers because for a long time um we didn't we couldn't pick what we wanted to do. They just said, this is what you're doing, you know, instead of telling somebody, well, why do you like that color? Sometimes people say, they ask like, for example, what's your favorite color? Mm -hmm. People will just say red. And then they ask you why. And most of the time people don't have an answer. Yeah. And I think they just took that away from us to be critical thinkers and have an explanation of why we like something or why we don't want to do something. And now I'm, I'm just like you said, I'm getting comfortable with speaking up and asking questions and not if something's bothering me, just letting that person know, because we're at that age where we shouldn't just, you know, let it go, just express it Mm -hmm. and then let it go. Like Freddie and I were just talking about that, how Latinos you know, they say like Latinas are so spicy and we're so crazy. Latinos are so passionate. And I'm like, because we have issues communicating, 
Like mm-hmm. we didn't grow up communicating like we should. Like there was a lot of screaming or, or you know, being mad and not speaking to each other, or this wanted. It's, isn't it so weird? Or like, don't question me. I'm your mom. Don't question me. I'm your dad. Where you're like, okay, but like with we're told like to respect our elders and not to question and not to ask questions. Like do as I say. Por qué? Porque yo dije. So I'm like, and then we're adults and then we're kind of like, our boss tells us to do something. And then you're like, um, you don't even ask why. And there's a way to do it professionally. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when we're kids, we're like, we're told not to ask questions. So I feel like that kind of can linger and we don't even know it. We don't even know that it's like past trauma that we're carrying. And yeah. it's, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh my gosh. I feel that's the reason or a lot of the times like I don't want to say something because I'm like I don't want people to think I'm dumb I know I'm not dumb but yeah. it's like that feeling of when I was a kid if I spoke up and they're like tú eres una niña tú no sabes ¿Tú qué estás diciendo? you know like that feeling and it's so weird and like it's that same feeling of when I was a little girl so I'm totally working on that yeah me too and in any situation just just you know ask why like little kids like those little white kids that are always like why 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 (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh well I'm so happy to be back and I'm so happy that we're kicking off season two um and we're gonna continue this and um talk to you guys I don't know make you guys laugh share our lives who knows I don't know but we're here and we're so grateful and I hope you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves and yes. we'll talk to you guys. Oh, actually we have a quote. I forgot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, let, let me back it up. Let me back it up. girl. <laughs> okay. So my quote, um, I bought this like a uh, yearly calendar mm-hmm. and I got to pick what was on, on the front of the calendar so the quote says, she designed a life she loved. Um, so that is my quote, you know, she designed a life she loved. And I just feel like we just kind of have to figure out what we want. Um, I feel like we should put it on paper. I think that we should say it out loud. And that's kind of why I got the calendar. It's also my work calendar. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to write it and then say it and then hopefully accomplish it. Mm. or pray on it you know um not goals it's just you know things thoughts or whatever so yeah my quote and that is what I'm feeling this week who knows what I will come up with next week (laughs) so my quote is like a wildflower she spent her days allowing herself to grow not many knew of her struggle but eventually all knew her light Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. This is an actual good (laughs) time.